You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 157. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. This is where coaching meets psychology, which meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends, my friend. So get comfy. I have a lot of lessons for you today. I'd like to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real, as always, is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a monthly membership for smart women just like you who are really ready to stop eating from stress and habit and learn how to make more space for more happiness in their life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode and get on that wait list. Now, let's get started with your coaching session today. Today, I'm going to remind you of five important weight loss ideas that you should think about. So before we start, let me ask you this. How are you right now? How has this year been for you? In our last episode, 156, I asked you to look at where you are, how your year was, because we've all been through a lot and we've all come a long way. This is the journey, right? Bumps and everything together, ups and downs. Before we move into a new year, I want to make sure that you're clear on what you can focus on that you've learned from me this past year. It's not enough to listen and nod your head. You need to take action. But you might be thinking, take action on what? With 52 coaching sessions this past year, you've gotten a lot of ideas from me, right? But what I've done now is gathered five of my personal favorite podcast themes from this year, and I'm going to put links to them in the show notes for you so that you could get to them easily. I want you to take one at a time from these five and actually do something. Learning is important in life. That's how we grow, right? But listening and taking things in passively doesn't change us. It's what we do with what we learn that gives us the ability to really change. So before we move into the new year with all new information for you to think about in these coaching sessions, let's take a look together at some things I really want you to see and understand and incorporate into what you do in this coming year. So let's dive in to the first key idea for weight loss. I'm going to look first with you at episode 116. And this episode really gives you something key that you need to get to make change. It's how to believe that you can lose weight even if you never have before. Now, if you believe in something, it's easy to do what you need to do. But if you want to get yourself to do new things that you've never done before, it's a little different, isn't it? After all, how do you do what you need to do when you look around and you think, I've never done that before? How do I know I can? How can I believe in myself when I have no proof that I could do this? And when I say this, what I mean are all the things that you and I have talked about this year for weight loss, how you eat, of course, but also how you think and how you take care of yourself. 
We've looked at what beliefs are before in this episode. Remember, thoughts that you practice over and over again until they feel deeply ingrained in you. And those thoughts or beliefs, that's what leads to your feelings, your actions, and that's what gives you your outcome. So if you've never done something before and it's challenging, how can you do it now? Your old beliefs are something like, I can't do this. See, I've never done it before. But if you just passively allow yourself to keep believing that, you will keep feeling hopeless and keep giving in to all the urges that come up for you to overeat and you will stay the same. The future that you'll create inadvertently will be the same as your past. But you, my friend, you want a different future, right? So we need to create a different kind of belief. So ask yourself, what do you actually want? Okay, once you know what you want, what do you have to do to get it? And how would you have to feel to get yourself to do that thing? Well, feelings don't come from the air, right? They don't come from the internet. Feelings come from what you think and believe. So if you would need to feel a certain way, what would you have to think and believe to create that feeling? And what is that new belief that you need to cultivate now? Once you get that new belief, how are you going to believe it? You need to start small, you need to start at the bottom, and you need to tiptoe your way up to the new belief. You start with something believable to you, like, if others can do this, I should be able to also. So you need to choose whatever that new belief is and then practice it. Write it down. Read it a few times a day. Try it on. And when you do that, you know what? Your brain is going to warn you that you can't do this, but you're going to be prepared for that and you're going to keep practicing the new belief. Maybe in the beginning you think, I just can't. And then maybe you think, well, maybe I possibly could. And that might lead you to being determined. I'm committed. I'm going to do that. And finally, that thing that you've practiced believing will take the place of the old belief that you can't to the new belief that you are. You just are doing it. All right, got that? We're going to create beliefs that get you where you want to go, and then we're going to practice them. Let's move on to the second weight loss idea that I want you to think about this year. Think about which one you're going to focus on. So here's number two from episode 127, why self-care helps you lose weight. What I'm talking about here is part of my Freedom Group program. The program inside the Freedom Group is called Eat, Think, Love. And you've heard me mention this a few times before. When I talk about self-care or self-love, how you take care of yourself, what I'm talking about always is the love part of the program, how you value yourself and how you care for yourself. There are three main reasons why you might be overeating and carrying extra weight. Number one is habit. And habit is connecting something that you think with something that you do. It becomes very routine. It feels very natural. And it feels like you have no choice but to do it. Habits are changeable. They're pathways in your brain. The second main reason you might be overeating is emotional eating not understanding your mind and your thinking and your emotions so that when you feel an uncomfortable emotion, you're going to eat to distract yourself 
from what you're feeling. Can you relate to that? But the third reason you may be overeating and carrying extra weight is what we focus on in this podcast 127. And that is the lack of care and pleasure in your life. It comes from not meeting your own needs and using food to feel good. That is what we focus on. So in order to change this part of you and how you take care of yourself, you need to get to know yourself and find out who you are, what you like, what you want, what's missing, and how can you give it to yourself in a way that does not involve extra food. Love, whether it's for someone else or for you, love means for you that you take responsibility for your own care and for your own happiness and for the results that you create in your life. You might think that you're caring for yourself with treat food, right? But you know the expression, too much of a good thing is too much? That's how it is with treats. When you're hungering for comfort and connection and a break, eating anything isn't really answering what you need. I want you to understand the difference between self-care and self-indulgence. Self-care is all about giving yourself what you need. Self-indulgence is saying yes to your desires, no matter what they are, and not thinking about the results that you're creating in the future, in the big picture. It's saying yes now and no to the big picture. When you're busy and you're tired, I know food feels like love because you're finally taking time for yourself, even though what you're doing eating without hunger or eating too much of foods that just don't love you back, even though those things are not really in your favor. You need to really sit down and think about what you deserve. You deserve a lot more than just some treat food. You deserve true caring treatment, and it's got to come from you first. It has to come from you first so that you can show others how to treat you. You cannot wait for others in your life to take care of you. It has to come from you and it has to not come from food. If you believe that you're not worthy now, not at this weight, then you're setting yourself up for failing. If you think, oh, I'll love myself, but I'm going to wait until I'm lighter and I weigh less, just not yet. And if you think that, that time will never come. That is the cycle I want to help you break out of. Your goal is is to figure out how to meet your needs right now with the right key for the right lock, not with random food. So if you're tired, you rest. If you're overworking, you take a break. If you're lonely, you look for connection. If you're bored, you create something to stimulate you. If you have physical needs, they require physical care. Love, self-love, and love from others, but the kind that we could control is self-love. And self-love fills you up in a way that food can't. Love is part of this whole eating equation. Without it, you're just worrying about your diet, what you eat, how much you eat, and when. But if you could add self-care, self-love into the equation, you can more easily then separate your physical hunger from all those other things you're craving that have nothing to do with hunger. If you can relate to this and you know this is an empty part of your life, pick this one. Pick self-care in the new year to make your focus. Now let's look at another thought that I want you to consider. And that is this, episode 
148. Do you just love food too much? Do you ever say that? Oh, I just love to eat. You only live once. I don't want to deprive myself and say no, or I've worked hard. I deserve it. So why do we say these things to ourselves all the time? We do all love the taste of good food, right? Of course we do. And enjoying something that tastes good is part of our survival instinct. Eating is fun and it rewards a part of our brain, but that part of our brain is always going to want more and more and more. Too much is too much. Our bodies only have so much empty space. Our mind, on the other hand, has no limits. So we find ourselves making a body decision led by what our brain wants instead of what our body wants, right? Our body says, hey, here's how much room you've got. Here's how much you could eat. But your brain is saying, oh, but I just love to eat. I can't stop. When you eat too much, you get a consequence. And the consequence is extra weight and strong habits doing what you don't want. Think of other good, pleasurable things that you do that you give yourself to enjoy. Wine, good sex, a hot shower, a massage, shopping, restaurant meals, all good things, right? But they're really only good up to the point of being satisfied. You get most of your pleasure in the very beginning, but the more the better, it's not really true. We all operate under the concept of diminishing return. Your brain urges you to keep going, your lower brain. Your higher brain, on the other hand, knows when you've had enough, and it tells you that the pleasure starts going down. So the instinct that drives you to survive when it's overdone becomes a harmful thing. You feel addicted to eating. It's hard to see in that moment because your lower brain that controls your habits takes over. This happens especially with sweets and treats and processed foods. It tells you, keep doing what you're doing, don't stop. But in this episode, I show you how to step back and be honest with yourself. I want you to plan ahead how you're going to eat and even what you're going to eat so that your higher brain is in charge. I want you to see the old habit when it comes up and you start thinking, oh, this is so good, I just can't stop. Or it's not fair, I should be able to have as much as I want. You can love food, but you also need to be able to stop and leave it alone when there is no room for it. Not room in your brain, room in your stomach. I want you to learn in the coming year that you can love food, but you need to make choices that are more than just that immediate pleasure. I want you to know that you're going to get the drive to keep eating. You're going to know how good it will feel eating that thing. And you're going to know that you're not going to want to stop in the moment. But you also know that this is not real need. It's just a habit. And who's in charge of your habits, my friend? You are, especially once you recognize them. So if you're telling yourself, the reason I can't lose weight is that I just love food too much, this is what I want you to choose to work on. Now, I've got two more things for you to think about. The next one comes from episode 149, how to learn to love the bumps in the road to weight loss. No one has a life that is totally good and smooth and filled with wonderful things all day, every day. Our fantasy is that when we work on something like weight loss, it should go well, it should be easy, there shouldn't be bumps in the road. 
but I need you to know that bumps are part of life. They're a part of the ups and downs. We all have mishaps. There are calamities. There's bad luck. There's bad decisions. There's unwanted things of all kinds that just show up. And many of them are out of our control. Everybody struggles. We just don't always see it. A lot of it is behind the scenes and we surely don't see most of it in social media. Whenever you do something new, it's a process, right? And the process is not meant to be smooth. Whenever you're out of your comfort zone, it is going to be bumpy. All kinds of things are going to come up in the work category, in relationships, physical health, things are going to happen. You might not like these things that happen. And you know that when things happen that you don't like, if this is your habit, you're going to want to escape by eating because eating will dull them. It will take your mind off what's happening. When you're trying to work on a project, project you getting rid of your eating habits that don't work, you think that you'd be fine if only life were smooth and uneventful. But what you think you need is simply not possible. Your thought might be something like, it just shouldn't be this way. It shouldn't be this hard. I shouldn't struggle, or this is not fair. When you think those things, you are arguing with reality. And when we argue with reality, we lose. And then you give in to food, make yourself feel better for the moment, and then beat yourself up for what you just ate. Step back for a minute. What if you could see that those bumps in the road are just a part of life? Bumps in the road are normal for everyone. Bumps in the road make you a great problem solver. You need them to get through them and come out on the other side as a stronger, smarter version of yourself. Think about the potential of having gratitude for those bumps. Your journey, like everyone else's, is imperfect. We need to learn to embrace the bumps. They're normal. Yes, I do want you to figure out how to get through them. You're going to become really good at getting through them. Know that quitting is not an option just because there's a bump in the road and one way or another, you will get through whatever your bumps are. Just think of all that you've gotten through this past year and yet you are still here, right? We both are. We've both been through a lot. And this brings us to the final concept. I want you to consider making your focus for the new year to learn and to incorporate into your life. And that comes from episode 151. Why feeling hungry can feel scary. I want you to understand it so you don't react to it. Now, if you want to lose weight, you know that I don't want you to go on a starvation diet and walk around hungry all the time. That's not how we do things around here. But I do want you to get comfortable with your physical hunger and stop being afraid and panicky whenever you feel it. Hunger is just a signal that you need to start thinking about feeding yourself. You might be triggered to start thinking about your hunger for all kinds of reasons. You might look at the clock. You might see other people eating. It might be a special occasion, or maybe you're faced with special food. Maybe you're off schedule. Maybe you've been eating for the hunger to come that's not there yet. Or maybe you're having strong emotions that you just don't like and you don't know what to do with. But let's say that you're just genuinely hungry. And as soon as you feel that hunger, your brain sends you into a panic about it. Better get some food now, fast, immediately, or else. Or else what? 
You will starve? No. You will die? No. You will wither away? No. I hope you're laughing now, but truly, can you relate to that panicky feeling, that fear that can come with your hunger? The fear of not being able to get what you need, even though you've been around for many years and have been able to get what you need. Maybe past diets make you fear that you'll have to be hungry for a long time because that's how the diet worked. All these things that go through your mind when you're hungry all come down to fear. And those things that lead to fear are all just your thoughts. They are not helpful, are they? Because they drive you into a kind of feeding frenzy. Your fear of not getting what you need causes you to eat way more than you really do need. And that's what adds to your extra weight. So let's look at this habit and stop it right now. Think about this for the new year. If you get panicky when you get hungry, look at your thoughts when you're hungry and ask, is there truly an emergency right now? Your hunger is a signal. It is not an emergency signal. Notice where it's coming from, those thoughts that you must eat now. Notice if it's from old dieting cycles, lower brain, trying to keep you alive and interpreting your actions so far as this means business. This is for real. This is not a drill. Let's get her some food right now or else. You may have restricted so much in the past by old diets that your brain thinks you're going into deprivation mode. So now when you're not hungry and you know you shouldn't eat, you still rebel against saying no to yourself because you fear that you'll be deprived. You've trained yourself to respond to all food thoughts with eating, even when your body isn't ready. Remind yourself that you have a choice for how to respond. Remind yourself that food is almost always available to you in some shape or form. Remind yourself that hunger is a signal to take care of yourself, but it's not an emergency. You don't have to panic and there is nothing to fear, just something to take care of. Train your brain so that you respond to your higher brain, the part of you that's logical and intelligent. And that old lower brain that thinks all hunger signals are an emergency, I want you to train yourself to stop responding to those signals. That's what will help you retrain that brain of yours and learn to feed yourself when you actually need to. So if you get panicky when you're hungry, let's focus on that this year and get rid of that emergency feeling. Think about these things. Think about how you might start doing things differently in these areas in 2020. And while you're thinking, come join me in my free Facebook group, same name as the podcast, Weight Loss Made Real. There we talk about these concepts and more, and I support and encourage you to take these action steps we're talking about. I'd love to see you in that group. Thank you so much for making these podcasts a part of your week. I hope you find some nuggets that help you in this big game of life. Happy New Year, my friend. I will see you next week in 2020 with lots more coaching sessions and lots more for you to learn, think about, and do differently so that you can be the best version of yourself. Remember Project U? This is YOU 2.0. All my love to you wherever you are, my friend. See you next week in the new year.